Hi, my name is Manton. This is the Timetable Microcast. So last night I started reading two articles that hit, one from the Washington Post and one from the New York Times that I found related. They were about kind of different things, but they were also about the same thing, which is big social networks and Facebook. As I was reading those, I was taking a couple notes. I wanted to write a blog post and I published it this morning on the show. If you haven't read the blog post, I'm going to kind of go through it in podcast form. So this huge report from the New York Times, and here's the quote I put on my blog. But as Facebook grew, so did the hate speech, bullying, and other toxic content on the platform. When researchers and activists in Myanmar, India, Germany, and elsewhere warned that Facebook had become an instrument of government propaganda and ethnic cleansing, the company largely ignored them. Facebook had positioned itself as a platform, not a publisher. Taking responsibility for what users posted or acting to censor it was expensive and complicated. End quote. And of course, the implication here is even though Facebook has so much money and they're so huge, it's too expensive to do the right thing. And so this, the New York Times interviewed about 50 people for the story. It really shows there's a lot of interesting behind the scenes stories in the article, especially Facebook's relationship with Washington and different senators and conversations that were had. And I found it really fascinating. And uh, there's a whole bunch of things I could have quoted that I didn't include in the blog post, but I highly recommend people check it out. And then that second article was from the Washington Post about really about early Instagram employees becoming disillusioned with the platform. And for the article, they talked about, you know, people that were in the the first dozen, 13 or so employees at the company. Here's the quote from my blog. Three of the early Instagram employees, including Richardson, have deleted it permanently or periodically comparing it to a drug that produces a diminishing high. One of the people said he felt a little embarrassed to tell people that he worked there. Two of the other early employees said they used it far less than before. End quote from the Washington Post. This is why I don't ever want to sell micro.blog. I can't imagine having to sit on the sidelines and watch with disappointment what my company might become if it drifted away from its mission. We don't know exactly what happened with the Instagram founders and why they left, but it seems clear they were disappointed in where Instagram is today. And I think pushback against Instagram is coming from regular users, as more people who have already left Facebook also remember that Instagram has the same leadership and that the platform is far enough off track that even the founders have left. It's a good time to be posting photos to your own blog instead of Instagram. In a post earlier this year, Ben Thompson on Stratechery recognized that the threat to Facebook is when it becomes accepted fact that using the app isn't good for you. Here's the quote from Ben that I used on my blog. It follows that Facebook's ultimate threat can never come from publishers or advertisers, but rather demand, that is, users. The real danger, though, is not from users also using competing social networks, although Facebook has always been paranoid about exactly that, That is not enough to break the virtuous cycle. Rather, the only thing that could undo Facebook's power is users actively rejecting the app. End quote. Because, of course, when you have an ad-based system like Facebook, you need eyeballs, you need people using the app every single day. But when a platform falls out of favor, has a reputation, it's hard to shake that. And you could imagine the flow of people leaving these platforms accelerating. Having your own domain name for blog posts and photos isn't just about personal independence from the control of these massive social networks. Owning your content is a key part of a blog post I wrote 
last month about the way out of this mess of social networks. Using our own domain name frees social networks to better curate their platforms, not worry so much about having to kick some people out because those people can always post to their own site. And as I talk about in the post, that's also wrapped together with a move toward smaller social networks instead of just having one or two or three massive social networks where a lot of these problems come from. Some people may call for Facebook to be broken up because it has too much power. I agree, it does have too much power. But we can't count on antitrust law to do it. Users must do it. We must do it by moving our attention away from companies that we don't believe in. Thanks for listening today.